and after being given that love potion or the magic water to their husband expecting that their husband would be less abusive but as a result actually their husbands would die in just eight days Hi Mistress Trekkers, welcome back to my channel, it's Victor Hong here as usual, ready to bring you a range of world mysteries, horror, cryptids, conspiracies, serial killers, serial crimes, aliens, UFOs, you name it. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the world's oldest serial killer who has killed at least 50 people and possibly as many as 150 in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. So yes, actually a serial killer has been a trend back then, even since the 19th century. What did she actually do and what kind of crime did she actually commit to? Let's check it out. This is the life of Anna di Pistonia that we are going to talk about or she is more famous with the nickname Baba Anoika. Baba Anoika was an accomplished amateur chemist and a convicted killer from the village of Yugoslavia. Data was quite unreliable when she was born. According to some sources, she was born in 1838 in Romania. However, Baba Anoika herself argued that she was actually born in 1836. She was actually from a wealthy family, so she attended a private school with children from rich families and later lived in her father's house. When she was young, she allegedly became a misanthropist at the age of 20 after she was seduced by a young Austrian military officer. She even contracted syphilis from him before he left her heartbroken. And this was believed to be one of the main reasons why she turns into a serial killer. But now let's talk more about her life first. So after she was left heartbroken, she sought seclusion and started to show her interest in medicine and chemistry. She is a very brilliant young woman. She spoke five languages and she later married a landowner named Pistov or De Pistonia, with whom she had 11 children but interestingly, only one of them actually survived until adulthood. So 10 of her children actually died at a very young age before they even reached adulthood. Her husband was actually much older, so he died after 20 years of marriage. Baba Anoikada decided to continue pursuing her interest in chemistry upon the death of her husband. Following this, she also made a laboratory in the wing of her house and she eventually earned a reputation as a healer and herbalist in the late 19th century. She was popular with wives of farmers who would go to see her and ask for her help. She usually helped them with health problems and she earned a respectable income as well because of that which enabled her to live comfortably. 
At the same time, she also produced some kinds of medicines and mixtures for the soldiers to make them ill enough in order to escape some military services. On top of that, she also sold some poisonous mixtures, which she branded as the magic water or love potions. She was known to be selling so-called the magic water mostly to women with abusive husband. So after those women went to her, and after being given that love potion or the magic water to their husband, expecting that their husband would be less abusive, but as a result, actually their husbands would die in just eight days. Baba Anoika's love potion actually contained a small amount of arsenic, which was a very tiny amount that it was even so hard to detect. When being told about some loves or marriage problem, there was one question that she would normally ask. How heavy was the problem? Which literally means what's the body mass of the victim? Because by knowing the body mass of the victim, Baba Anoika was then able to know the exact amount of dose which needs to be given to the victim. So most of her victims are usually men with healthy and strong conditions. And this is why it is believed that this crazy and cruel action might actually be well associated to her terrible past love life. Maybe she had a grudge on some young and healthy man, referring back to her past love life which she was left heartbroken and it leads her to being so cruel to young men right now. I mean, back then, by the time she was still alive. Her clients claimed that they did not actually know that the magic water was the one which killed her husband. I mean, they didn't realize that it was actually poisonous, but instead, they assumed that Papa Anoika actually had some kind of supernatural powers in which she was granted with the ability to kill anyone with her supernatural power. It was also later known that her love potion actually successfully killed around 50 to 150 people in total. In the 1920s, Baba Anoika finally found herself a so-called sales agent who was a woman named Lubina Milankov, whose job was to find potential clients and took them to Anoika's home. The price of her magic water then fluctuated in between 12,000 to 10,000 Yugoslavia dinar. Anoika then sold her magic water to a woman named Stena Momirov in January 1924 for 2,300 dinars. Stena was a previous client and Anoika had provided her with herbal medicines on the other occasions. Stena gave the mixture to her husband, Lazar Lodowski, who of course fell ill and eventually died. Not long after that, Stena then decided to marry a rich man in the village. Then a rich uncle of her second husband also died under the similar condition as her ex-husband. So this of course led the police to question Stena because it's like two men who were related to her died within the same situation. Upon being caught by police, Stena actually tried to incriminate Anoika. And this is how the whole crime case started to be investigated by the police and started to catch police's attention. However, that wasn't the only case which dragged her to the court. In fact, there was still another additional case 
which ensured police that Baba Anoika was worth their attention. Anoika then also sold her magic water in December 1926 to Sima Momirov and his wife Sofia, who intended to murder Sima's 70-year-old father, Nikola Momirov. According to them, the motive actually involved a family quarrel. And according to the claim, Nicola was an alcoholic and abusive towards his children and grandchildren. Sophia later heard about Anoika because she was so well known for the love potion and the magic water and decided to contact Anoika who sold them the magic water at the price of 5,000 dinars. Sophia later handed this magic water to 16-year-old Olga Sturza who was one of Nicola's granddaughters and ordered her to ensure that Nicola drank it. And of course he did. He drank the potion, fell ill and died within 15 days. Anoika's first trial was in June 1914, providing poison for murders but she was acquitted at that time. And then she was arrested again on May 15, 1928 at the age of 90. So you can imagine like at the age of 90, she's actually still committing this kind of crime, poisoning people around the village. Well, not just Anoika actually, but all of her patients before, like Stena, Sofia, Sima, Mimorov, Lubina, Milankov, her sales agent, Olga Surza, who was uh, Nicola's granddaughter, and remember she was the one who actually gave the magic water to her grandfather as ordered by Sofia. So all of them were actually arrested as well and charged with the murders of Nikola Momirov and Lazar Ludowski. Sofia and Sima Mimorov tried to defend themselves at a trial. They claimed that they did not know that the magic water actually has the ability or has the poison which caused Nikola to die because they thought that it was simply Anoika's superpower who actually caused Nikola to die. On top of that, Stana Momirov also claimed that the water she wanted just to heal her husband from alcoholism and she was not aware that it would kill him. During the trial, after being accused that way, of course, Anoika tried to defend herself as well by claiming that she never sold any magic water and the whole case against her was actually made up by her sales agent, Lubina Milankov, who tried to blame Anoika for her own crimes. Of course, it was untrue. Basically, they worked together like Anoika was in production department while Lubina Milankov was in the marketing department. So Sturza, Olga Sturza, Nicola's granddaughter, also defended herself, claiming that she was still a child at that time and she had no idea that that dream would kill her grandfather Nicola because she was just told and commanded to give the water to her grandfather. Then upon investigation and complete checking, doctor eventually found that there were actually traces of arsenic found in the victim's bodies. Baba Anoika was then apprehended in 1928 at the age of 90 and sentenced to 15 years in prison in 1929. But at that time, she was only shot for the murder of two people, not 150 people. That's because police were only able to track the two murders but not the others. She was then released due to old age after spending eight years in prison. 
Meanwhile, Sima Mimorov was sentenced to 15 years, Lubina Mironkov, the sales agent, 8 years. Olga Surza, however, was acquitted because she had no idea that the magic water would actually end up killing her grandfather. So she was then found guilty. Anoy Khao was then released at the age of 98. After 8 years in prison due to old age, she died 2 years later in her house at the age of 100. Interestingly, I also read some sources, I don't know if it's true, but basically, if you look at her picture, she looked pretty young for someone aged 100 years old. So according to some sources, this has something to do with the fact that 10 out of her 11 children actually died at a very young age. So they felt suspicious that she was actually doing something like maybe sacrificing her own children in order for her to look young it's like a kind of occultism or maybe she was trying to extract the energy of those 10 children which was why they died young you know something like that that's what i read from some sources but that actually couldn't be proven so that's all about this case now back to you what do you think about it this is like basically the world's oldest serial killer like the first serial killer ever in the world but it's quite infamous i can say like when i tried to google this case and i tried to study this case there were not many sources which i understand because it happened back then in the 19th century so probably the record found was not that much as usual if you'd like to listen to the audio clip of this case please head to spotify anchor or google podcast and also please hit me up on my social media accounts i'm on twitter instagram and tiktok at vidrihan before i end this episode i'd like to remind you if you haven't subscribed yet to this channel please click on the subscribe button now and hit on the bell icon next to it as well to be notified every time i release a new mystery so i'll see you again in a new upcoming episode